Being approachable means you're almost always involved in a conversation. But if you're in a leadership role and you aren't approachable, it's likely that you're missing out on critical information. So let me ask you the question, how are you doing with being approachable? That's the topic for this edition of the 2120 Podcast. This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. What happens when you are approachable versus when you aren't approachable? What are some of the causes when people don't want to approach you? That kind of thing. What's some of the fallout? I want to take that and explore that because I think that this one thing can be uh, the mark between being a really poor leader and a really great leader. Uh, If you're approachable, you're always in a conversation with somebody. There you go. Right? Yeah. So, you know, if if you are an approachable leader, people want to come talk to you. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it comes back to maybe it's not so much being approachable. They just, they like you and um, they're drawn to you for for some reason. Um, When you're not approachable, you're kind of on your own. You know, you're doing your own thing. People aren't coming and bouncing ideas off of you. They're kind of just, you know, you're, you're walking down a hallway and people turn and go down a different hall, <laughs> different, yeah. different direction because they yeah. see you coming, you know. I mean, there's all, but there's there, there's good and bad to those. I mean, there's some days that I don't want to be approachable. Like, <laughs> I need to get some stuff done and, like, I'm going to lock myself into a room. Sure. But I think body language helps dictate whether you're approachable or not. Yeah. You know, the things that you do... Um, in life leading up to that put you in a position to be approachable or be not be approachable you know and um i think there's times that i fail big time on being approachable and uh when when you fail at that you lose somebody you know someone that wants to come in and talk to you and you failed on it they're not going to come in now and they're going to go to somewhere else and you just lost that and that's uh you burn that bridge it takes a lot to build that back up. And if it's so much easier just to make yourself more approachable right out of the gate. So, so what are some, you know, I, I just want to lay out a couple of things that I think, and then ask you, you know, for your thoughts too, is like reasons that you aren't approachable. And for me, you know, I, I always look at how busy are we? And I mean, bad busy, how busy are we? So if I am consumed with putting out fires all the time, or I'm way behind on a project and feeling overwhelmed, First of all, I don't have my head up. I have my nose to the grindstone. Think about the phrases that we use. Mm-hmm. He's got his nose to the grindstone. So if I'm, if that's me and that's where I'm at, and if I'm in a leadership role, that means I have, I've lacking complete awareness around what's going on around me. So uh, I may not realize that um, I've given off the, that body language that says, don't come and mess with me today. <laughs> like, don't approach me. I don't want a question. I don't want to deal with you. Like, so that would be a reason. Um, and I think a couple other reasons are is that uh, we don't like somebody on our team. You oh know? yeah, you stay, and, so stay away from them. It's just yeah, you just you you avoid them because they're the the person that always is questioning you. They're the person that is maybe challenging you. They're the person that is a time vampire. And I, I can think about all sorts of reasons coming into that why uh, that's a fail at leadership. Also, first of all, is, is if you look at people that way and you tell yourself that narrative every time matt comes he's going to challenge me on this thing 
you just start to avoid them and you give off that intentional vibe that, Hey, don't approach me today. Yeah. You know, relationships is the biggest thing. You know, if you have a good relationship and I approach you, you're, you want to naturally just hear what I have to say. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where it's inviting. Absolutely. It's welcoming any of those words. Yeah. You have to build relationships before you can be that person. But you know, the, the busyness of life is not going to go anywhere. Right. Um, you know, if you're, if you're too busy to have a conversation with someone that could be a 30 second conversation, that's on you. I mean, you're too overwhelmed with other things that you're not taking a 30 second conversation and giving them the floor to talk. Um, you know, there's, I mean, it's, it's the easiest way to, to kill a a movement in a, in a company or in a store is not, not allowing your, your crew to come talk to you. I've always said it this way is if you're not approachable as a leader, you are missing out on critical, vital information on a daily basis. It could be things that are going really well. It could be um, a customer issue. It could be an employee issue. You know, where you got a couple uh, disgruntled employees. People don't want to tell you if you're not approachable. First of all, they don't know how you're going to respond to it. You're either going to fly off the handle or you're going to dismiss it. Or, you, you know, if you're giving off those kind of vibes, people are holding out information. When I first read that, I was shocked at how easy and often that can occur. And I know in my own leadership journey, there have been times when uh, people didn't want to approach me about it because I was going to have a reaction that they didn't want. Like sometimes I will move into action mode when all I really needed to do was listen. Yeah. You know, just just different ways that, that we screw it up. Yeah. The, the listen is the, is the big one, you know. They, they come to you because they want to talk about something or they want your opinion on something and you give them the off the cuff quick answer because you're busy and you, your brain goes with its, you know, the gunshot reaction where it's just quick from the hip and here, here it is. And they go, oh, okay, well, I guess that, that will work. And maybe it wasn't the direction that they wanted to go, but you gave them a quick answer instead of saying, Hey, take a seat. Let's talk through this. What do you think we should do and get some good back and forth dialogue? Um, it's, it stinks because we dictate the time that we have. Mm -hmm. Well, like literally you just came into my office. I'm in the middle of something I have to get done. You have a question for me. So here's my quick answer. Thanks. Get out and go, go do it instead of looking at it going, okay, this is important, but right now I have an employee in my office that to them, this is more important. So I have to figure this out for them because I could either kill this and give them a quick two second answer and they leave going, Oh, okay, I guess that'll work. Yeah. And they, they don't understand it because I gave them a quick answer yeah. or I'd say, Hey, sit down, let's talk about this. Let's figure it out because clearly this is super important to you right now. Yeah. And I suck at it. I do. And I'm not, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not afraid to air that right now because it's something that I have to, when I read a review of me, it's, he's sometimes he's hard, he's hard to approach Yeah, and I come off di- wrong and this and that, and that's my fault. So I have to constantly be working on, on that. And, you know, it's funny because I read that I'm intimidating hmm. and for the people that really get to know me, I'm not like, I, I don't think I am, but I come off that way. Yeah. So until you get to know me, you maybe stay away until I truly make a, um, go out and get a relationship with you. Like you're not going to just walk up because I, I, I'm intimidating, you know, and I hate that word, but 
it's because I'm making myself not approachable. I'm going 100 miles an hour. I'm running around. You know, people see me going from here to, to there, doing things, getting getting the job done, but 110 miles an hour. Yeah. If yeah. I just hit the brakes a little bit and slowed down, I make myself more approachable. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You know, I it's it's so important when somebody walks into your office and has a question about something or just wants to talk to you about the game that happened last night. Did right. you did you see that? It literally will be a three to five minute conversation and it means so much to them. Because some people, okay, again, we'll, we'll come at it from a, a, a strengths perspective here. Uh, if, if I have dominant strengths in relationship building and I have a problem that I need to approach you about, you're my boss, mm-hmm. I'm probably not just going to go, if we don't know each other well, and it's something that it's going to be challenging for me to tell you, I'm probably going to maybe ease into it by talking about the game last sure. night or the, over the weekend or whatever it is. And if you dismiss that really quick as as um, inconsequential, that doesn't matter to, to anything. Yep. And you don't like really give them an opportunity to like ease into it. Again, you're going to miss out on that critical information because they'll just they'll just say, "Okay, I'll, I'll catch you another time." And then they're going to go either somewhere else, or they're going to try and solve it their own, or sit on it, whatever it is. And um, I mean, I think back to another way that I am not approachable at times, which is this, and this is feedback that I've I've gotten. Uh, when you said you were intimidating, I haven't had somebody say that to me, but I've had somebody say to me that I am intense. Sure. And, and I think I've even said it on this podcast before, but, um, I I was sitting in an office across from somebody who was, um, uh, didn't report directly to me, but on an org chart, I had an elevated position and her response was, you're very intense. And it makes you hard to approach because it's always work. It's always very tactical. And there are times when uh, it would benefit you if you were a little more approachable and you could smile a little bit more. You could, you know, have some fun with me. And, And I was always thinking like, well, there's a lot going on. We've got to get after this. And so, again, I can relate to what you're saying is that pace that we constantly want to go at can be very off putting to others. Yeah. And they just don't want to, they just don't want to go to that guy. Cause man, it's always heavy. Every time we go to him, it's, you know, I'm like, Oh, and, and my face would put it off. My body language would put off. And I'm thinking, I don't have an issue, you yeah. know, but clearly it's just, we lose perspective. Yeah. We all, we <laughs> all have issues. I think from time to time and some are, um, more traumatic than others, but you know, I'm intense too. I think that's our personalities. Yeah. And you know, there's a time and a place to be intense and there's a time and a place to be approachable. Yeah. And there's, you know, um, if your crew sees it, it's a problem. Yeah. If your crew writes it down in a review <laughs> and it's multiple times on there, you go, it's, this is a big problem. I have to make it a focus. Now, yeah. this has been on my review for years. Like, I need to be more approachable. And am I ever going to be completely 100% good to go? Probably not. You know, am I, am I ever going to stop... You know, being as intense as I am and going 100 miles an hour, probably not. But I, I'm telling you right now, I'm airing this out there. I'm working on it every day. So for, for people that might be listening to this and relating to like both you and I, um, maybe what you and I could talk about are some of the ways that we are working. Like what are some of the things that we're doing Sure. Uh, to improve being approachable? Or what are some things that, that uh, we look at to leaders that we really love to be able to approach, what are their qualities? Yeah, I, you know, obviously, working on it is keeping it top of mind. There you, you know, go. I mean, that's that's there. probably the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, knowing that this is a problem, 
this is something that I have to fix. Yeah. Um, am I am I ever going to fix it? Probably not. But I'm going to work towards it. Um, every day, you're, I force myself to try and slow down a little bit. You know, whether I'm on the floor running around or I'm, I'm working on projects or doing this and that. I try. And I, I heard it yesterday. I was downstairs working on um, a, a project that I wanted to get done before I left, and I had a, a cashier helping me. And she makes a comment. She goes, "Gosh, you're walking so fast." <laughs> you know, you didn't even realize. Didn't it, did even you? think about it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm 100 miles an hour, and you know, the, uh, I had a buddy. We were out doing something, and it wasn't work related. We were just walking together. And he's like, "Man, slow down. You're not at work right now." But I, I just walk that fast because it's. I feel if I need to go somewhere, I'm going to get there now yeah. and, and, and and make it happen. And yeah. if I'm doing it in my outside of my business life and just my normal life walking fast like i'm not thinking about it as much as i should be thinking about yeah. it and trying to force myself to slow down but it's freaking sucks like tell yourself <laughs> to not walk as fast and slow down and you you do slow down and you feel like you're not even moving you know and it's it, it frustrates me when i'm out in public and i'm walking like in groups of people and they're walking like the pace that i should be walking yeah, yeah and i'm yeah. it's i'm like nascar trying to fly around them and pull in and yeah. you know i'm drafting this guy and literally <laughs> we're walking together and i want to drop the hammer and you know, fly around him and it's like there's my opportunity to, to just slow down and enjoy what's happening around me and, and take my time but man i i hear that you you know that, that cashier i just started laughing because at the time i wasn't thinking about it but she brought it to light and said, man, you walk so fast. So, so you're actually kind of touching on something. Um, first of all, you must be making some progress because if you weren't approachable, she might not tell you that unless she's, sure. <laughs> unless she's sure. huffing and puffing just to keep up with you because yeah. you're like sprinting. But you know, what I'm saying is, is that I think to, you, you said the first one was we have to have awareness. Yeah. And then I think a great segue then is, is we have to ask people to hold us accountable. I, sure. I like to do that with people. It's like, hey, and I asked you to do that. I don't even remember what I asked you to. Oh, I was, I was asked you this morning when we first sat down. Matt, if I ever sit down with you, I want you to call me out if I just move into coach mode with you yeah. when you don't want it. Sure. Call me out. I think it's the same thing with our being approachable is, is we need to ask people to hold us accountable to a standard. And... Uh, uh, it's got to be people, people that will do that, that you can actually trust to follow through on that. Yeah. Not everybody feels okay with that. So that's somebody that maybe it's a superior, you know, on the org chart again, maybe it's somebody who just, uh, uh, uh is a great, um, person on your team that will say, Hey, you're doing it. <laughs> so I think that's a, that's another area. And I thinking about people that, that have, uh, I admire about their approachability is they have a warmth and a genuineness about them. And it's not like you expect to get a hug from them. Sure. But they, they're in, inviting and welcoming. And um, when you do, when they make time for you, they're not distracted. That's yeah. another huge thing. You know, I'm just thinking about how else I can get better at this. And, you know, an idea just popped in my head of, you know, if I truly want to fix, you know, the, the stigma of me not being approachable, I need to go out and approach people, you know, and get out there and actually walk up and have conversations right. and force myself into a conversation with someone else that learns about them, that asks some questions that maybe isn't business related. Yeah. Maybe it's just, you know, just life related. And in turn, they will feel comfortable approaching me right. down the road. Um, I, you know, I think there's people in, in life that in your business that 
you naturally just migrate towards mm. and have conversations with. Yeah. You know, those aren't the people that I need to go migrate towards. It's the ones that I haven't talked to in the last week or I haven't seen for a while that I'm now have to, I have to migrate towards and have a conversation. Hey man, I haven't seen you for a while. How, how are things going? What's going on? What's new in your life? And, and physically forcing myself to take the time yeah. to do that. And if it's done well, then down the road, they walk into my office and I, I, I won them back over. You know, and maybe I do see it less in my reviews. Maybe it's not four times. Maybe it's three times next year sure. that I see he's not approachable. Sure. And then the year after that's two times. And it shows that I'm making progress. But at the end of the day, your crew has to know that you have their back. And in turn, they're going to have your back. And you forcing yourself to, if it's scheduled time, like, you you know, it's on your calendar. And it, literally at 11 o'clock every day, you get out of out of your desk, you walk downstairs and you make the rounds, like you're forcing yourself to do this. And then what happens is you just naturally just do it more often. You schedule it more often. And before you know it, it the issue does go away. Absolutely. You know, and, and we're running short on time. So, uh, but I'm going to introduce the subject and maybe you and I will podcast about it separately someday is this. Another reason that people might not approach you is because they don't trust you. Oh, I God. think that you were just talking about something there that really triggered that, which is when I was thinking about who I would approach and I was talking about them being warm and genuine, but they were also somebody that I trusted. And one of the ways that they would build that trust with me is they, they would maybe ask me personal questions. How's sure. the family doing? How's your, how's your son? I, you know, I know he got married this, this summer. How's that going? You know, and they would build that relationship with you because that's where trust is born. Sure. And, and we've all been around a leader that has betrayed our trust before. And that sucks. And that sometimes can't be repaired. Yeah. It, it takes tremendous effort to repair it. Uh, but, but that's another thing is, is if we fail at that, and that's something that that's, I think that speaks to our, our personal integrity. I can't tell you if I've ever violated someone's trust before. I may have. I sure hope that I haven't. And I work really hard not to. So that's like when somebody says, hey, this stays here, it stays, stays here. here. Like in my business, confidentiality is huge. I may share situations, but remove, you know, I'm going to change everything. So there's no way you can know who we're talking about uh, to, to help illustrate a point. But I would never violate confidentiality. Sure. And, you know, I think of commitment popped in my head as you're having this conversation. Mm. If you're going to commit to asking someone about their family, yeah, you have to be completely dialed into that because it's, it's so easy to ask Jim, Hey, how's your kids doing? And Jim starts to talk and then I cut him out. Okay, well, yeah. uh, we need to work on this today. <laughs> and it's like, well, I was just talking about my first child, but I have two more that I need to talk about too. Right, right. And I had to give you the opportunity because we try to do this. We know we need to be better with our people. We know we need to build those relationships. So we try and I want to say, hey, Jim, how was your weekend? And as you start to tell me, oh, that, that's really, really good. It sounds like you had a great weekend, but we need to work on this now. <laughs> and yeah. you're, you're not done explaining what, you, what yeah. you're doing. So that's the... And, and that doesn't help build trust. No, absolutely. So the word commitment, if you're going, if you do suck at, you know, what we're talking about today, you have to be committed to what you... If you say you're going to do it, you're going to go do it. Yeah. You know, so if I'm going to walk up and ask Jim how his day is or how his weekend was or how the kids are doing, I got to let Jim talk 
and be okay with letting Jim talk. Yeah. And then maybe I need to steer from the direction of perfect. I'll check you later. And I walk away from it knowing that I'll, I can talk to him later about yeah, this right. because I don't want it to then be, well, he just came to me to ask me a question to, as the opening to the, to the presentation. And then he went into the actual dialogue of what, the, what it was about. So, um, yeah, you, you got to find ways to open the conversation and keep that door open and be okay with it. Not going the, the direction that you want, let them steer that the direction and you know, you'll find times where now they're coming into your office asking you how your day was and right. how your kids are doing and you know it's a win because you're, you're, you're working on that you're building that. But I'm, I'm here to tell you today, man, I, I suck at being approachable and I need to get better at being approachable and I need to put myself in a position to be approachable, but I need those. I need to. I need to see it on my review. Yeah. I need to look at it and go, man. It's a form of accountability. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I. I know I'm working on this. Yep. I know it's getting better. I know. You know, five years ago there was a lot more on here about this, and it's getting less and less. But, you know, it's definitely. I have a lot of other strengths, and I have a lot of weaknesses too, and I need to be working on those weaknesses to help complement my strengths. Well, thank you for being part of the 2120 podcast. If you have ideas or comments or questions for Matt or James, we'd love to hear from you. Here's the best way to do that. Send an email to coach at jamesmayhew.com. We'll put a link in the notes section for each podcast. And again, Matt and I would like to thank you for being part of the 2120 podcast.